Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Thank you for tuning in. If you're here, uh, looks like I actually have some audio going through on the on the live cast, so I'm not having to restart this thing in the middle of it. It's a little miracle. Um, so first and foremost, I have to acknowledge the 600 pound gorilla in the room. And that is the result as they currently stand of the 2020 elections. Scuba Steve's want to know if the calling will work. No, because I don't have that routed through my, do not have that routed through the mixer. So, and if I did route it through the mixer, it'd be really awful. I've tried doing that before. It's awful. Uh, No, it's not an actual gorilla. No, it is not one Jeff Fisher. Kim, thanks for asking. Um, So, we have to look at the situation that, ye, as it stands right now, if the Supreme Court does not throw, does not invalidate the ballots received after what the state legislatures of Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and so on and so forth have declared that by their election laws, what they will be when these Mail-in ballots have to be received by when they have to be postmarked by, yada, 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 blah, 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 when counting has to be done. If all of those are not invalidated, Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States of America. And it's one of those things where, as an American, he will be my president. I may not like his policies. I may not like him as a person, but he is my president. You will not see me doing a stupid YouTube video in my car, screaming at the top of my lungs like an idiot, pissing and moaning about he is not my president. You will not see me out in my front yard Screaming at the sky like a freaking moron. Because, oh my God, this is the end of the world. Oh, Joe Biden's the president. Oh, which, by the way, it is November 7th, 2020. It is 103 years, the 103rd anniversary of when Vladimir Lenin 
led the Bolshevik Revolution against Tsar Nicholas II and instituted the first socialist government in the United States. And remember, democratic socialism, killing millions since 1917. But right now, I've been seeing all over the Twitters that people losing their minds over everything because, oh, you're an awful human being if you haven't done, if if you support Joe Biden, you, you've seen threats from crazy leftists to start listing people. Um, I don't think so, Cletus. You can put me on a list. I don't I don't see that as a you know as a bad thing. I think it's a badge of honor. If the crazy leftists think I am such a threat that they have to put me on a list, that way they can keep an eye on me. That way they know when all the crap hits the fan, they know who to go to to put into the re-education camps. When they put Robert Reich in charge of the of of fixing all the poor broken people who don't know that they shouldn't be, shouldn't have voted for Trump. I will gladly go there and I will F your worlds up while I'm there. Oi. But right now, the biggest argument that I think the Trump campaign can make against, uh, Joe Biden being declared the winner is currently in states like Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Arizona, Nevada, or Nevada. The people of Nevada do not like it when you call it Nevada. They want you to say sound like some northern Midwestern hick. It's Nevada. The reason they had their... Uh, what day the deadlines for postmarked absent or absentee and mail-in balloting set either by executive order or through a judicial fiat. <clears throat> Pardon me. And in that process, they they negated their state legislatures. Even though, even though they could have gone months ago and said, you know, we're not sure this whole pandemic thing is going to be cleared up by then. So let's run this through the state house and we'll do a temporary extension by state or through the legislature, have the governor sign off on it. They could have done that. And it would have been in line with Article 1, Section 2 of the United States Constitution, which states that state legislatures are the sole power for determining the time and location of representative and Senate selection. Now, let's stop and think about that for a second. Obviously, the Senate, at the time, the states had decided that or at the time of the Constitution, it was appointed by the, you know, by the state. So obviously, the state legislature would pick the appointed time of when they were going to select their Senate, but the representatives were selected by the people. Now, the Electoral College is a representative body. Therefore, 
selecting electors. And that whole process is done by the state legislatures. It's not a hard concept, but apparently if you are pointing this out on Twitter with the, uh, with the Twitter smart set, you're a conspiracy theorist. <gasps> There's no proof that they did this. There's no proof that they violated the Constitution. How you're insane for thinking of such a horrible thing. Prove they did. Uh, bruh. It, there's kind of these things called press releases from, you know, the governors or the rulings that were published by those state Supreme Courts. Those are kind of there saying they did it. And then when you have, you know, this document called the United States Constitution, which exists online, it's not just a piece of old crumbly parchment in Washington, D.C. at the National Archives. It exists online. Anyone can look it up. You can go to it and you can look at it. You can reference it. You don't need to be a highly trained legal scholar to figure out the plain speak. But it's absolutely nuts, though, that how dare you have an opinion that maybe this election is not on the level. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to be saying that this election is not on the level? Four years ago, it's Russian collusion. The Russians, they got the election for Donald Trump. Donald Trump bought the election. Okay, Donald Trump bought the election. How much more money did Hillary Clinton spend on her campaign than Donald Trump? I'm not a smart man, Jen A, but I know what failing to buy an election is. You have all this going on. Four years ago, Donald Trump, he, he, he's, he's a Putin puppet. He was selected by, by Russia. But then this year, you say, you know, I think these Democratic machines in the city did some, uh, did some uh, shenanigans. <gasps> You're a conspiracy theorist. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just kind of looking at the stuff going on. I mean, you had that guy from the post office who says all that. All that stuff went down. He's just a disgruntled worker. How dare you make that exact accusation? It's like, oh my God, it's insane. Uh, Scuba Steve says elections are only rigged when Republicans are winning. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah because you know only only Republicans are have ever been capable of rigging elections. Let's, you know, ignore every Democrat machine that has existed in major cities, you know, since the founding of political parties in the United States. Kim is apparently a conspiracy theorist as well as I am. And then on top of it, um, all the COVID stuff, it has taken, what, five days since, you know, Election Day. And apparently COVID is cured. 
Have you seen the videos of, um, pardon me, all these people outside the White House with no masks jeering President Trump, booing him, and, you know, blasting speakers of YMCA because apparently for the last several uh, uh, rallies that Donald Trump did, he kind of did his goofy little shuffle to uh, YMCA as he left the stage. So they're blasting that at full volume and kind of sticking their fingers like all crowded together. Very few of them wearing masks because, oh, my God. As I said earlier, COVID is going to be dead as soon as the election is over. I was having a conversation with with my wife earlier today, and I'd even told her, it's like, yeah. You know, now that the election is over, they can't use it as a as a political weapon against Donald Trump if he had won. So it's like, well, crap. And he's a president for four more years. And I guess we can't do a whole COVID thing. We can, you know, we can hold that stick. We can hold that over his head. But, you know, we can't really leverage it against him like we could during the election. Son of a gun. Or, or um, Biden was going to win and... It's a miracle. Everyone's getting better. Ha <laughs> ha. Who knew? <laughs> uh, Kim says Republicans are discriminating against the dead people. How dare they? How dare you? Mm, pardon me. Yeah, because uh, well, that, that's not true. Someone I did see where someone ran a uh, ran a. Uh, the names of people through a spreadsheet of, you know, finding uh, dates of birth and what party they were registered for. Now, granted, it was like uh, 10% in Philadelphia, the number of dead Republicans who had registered. Now, I'm not saying that those dead Republicans voted for Donald Trump. I'm just saying they're dead Republicans you know, it's like, oh, well, you're only 160 years old, but you still submitted your ballot. Good job. That's mm, proud of you. Don't know how you got that ballot mail from underground, but hey, you got it sent in. You know, may- maybe you're voting in the for the 1920 election and, you know, you're just a little late. I don't know. Kim says that President Trump isn't going away. I grew Steve Dace. He's going to force a reckoning after his presidency. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, Donald Trump does live for the for the limelight, always has, and then having four years where, you know. I think I want to affect the news cycle. Controversial tweet. Here we go. Scuba Steve is saying Trump TV. That would be interesting. The the TNN, the Trump News Network. I wonder. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if Ted Turner would uh, sue over that because Ted Turner used to own the Nashville network, which was also TNN. Hmm. I think I used to know, I think I know a guy who used to work there back in the day. 
Might find him over on Mojo. Brad Staggs, great guy. But that would be interesting to see how badly Donald Trump just rips apart the Murdochs and News Corp. Uh, rumor has it he's in really tight with the guy who runs Newsmax. So I mean, he already has a platform. He already has a has a way into Dish Network and DirecTV, you know, the two largest cable providers in the country, because as opposed to Charter or Spectrum or insert actual land-based cable company, satellite is all over the country. You don't get you don't get bigger uh, broadcast platform than satellite. I'm just saying, but. That would be interesting, though, to see how badly he rips apart on Fox because when he's in direct competition, because of the way, again, after uh, the Murdoch sons took over, and they were the ones in, essentially in charge of Fox News because, you know, you know the rest of Fox Entertainment, that that's all owned by the mouse now. but. Being able to see them go toe-to-toe. And who from Fox would go over oh, would go over there? I mean, because frankly, I really don't watch Newsmax, so I really don't know who's over there. Chris Salcedo has a show, and you know, he's not bad. I, I like Chris Salcedo. I used to listen to him whenever, whenever he was on The Blaze. Newsmax is reporting that Judge Janine was canceled. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if that's part of the whole, uh, you know, going to be part of the purge. Now, Donald Trump has, you know, essentially lost. I mean, I don't see him going going away. Um, my biggest concern, though, as far as the Republican Party goes, is now that the people have had their chance to go, we don't like you elitist a-holes. We don't like you people who say that you're going to work for us, then turn around and work for yourselves, work for, you know, K Street. This is a dirty secret. If you're a Democrat and you're listening to the show trying to find reason to hate me, your senators and your congressmen and women, they also don't work for you. They work for K Street and other special interests and lobbyists because that's where their bread is buttered. Just saying. Uh, Kim says she was talking that Judge Janine was talking about the election fraud. Yeah, because apparently you're not allowed to say we think there was election fraud. Again, it goes back to whose narrative is in control. 2016, the left's narrative was in control. So election fraud, foreign interference, blah, 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 blah. It was it was perfectly acceptable. But now that's Donald Trump. We've had four years of orange man bad versus Cheeto Jesus saves. We've had four years of that. And the orange man bad is so, so prevalent in all of the news organizations. It doesn't shock me that that uh, that News Corp would get rid of Judge Janine. I wouldn't be shocked if, I mean, she didn't bring in the numbers that, you know, Tucker Carlson or Sean Handy or uh, 
uh, Laura Ingram brings in, but you know, still an outspoken conservative and a former judge to boot, someone who actually understands legal analysis because, I don't know, she did it. But then again, they do have Napolitano, but, you know, Judge Knapp was a uh, very, uh, he grew to be, I'm not going to say anti-Trump towards the, uh, towards the end of Trump's uh, presidency, but he didn't agree with Donald Trump on a lot. I'll say that. Lady Di says she's down with Fox. I am too. Also, I don't really watch a lot of Fox News. If I'm over at my neighbor's house, which I'm going to take a second to ask y'all, if, if you're listening to this and you're, you're praying people, keep my neighbor Rod in your prayers. Um, last weekend, he was diagnosed with COVID, and he, he, was starting to, he was starting to come around. And then today, he was just not feeling real good, and chest was bothering him. So uh, his daughter drove him into the hospital, and they admitted him for, uh, for pneumonia. So I mean, we've got, so yeah, keep him, so keep him in your prayers. Um, but his daughter, she's decided that yeah, she's not going back to New Jersey anytime soon. She's staying here till either he's home or until he goes home, which hopefully former as opposed to the latter. Uh, see Kim's asked, how's Libby doing? Libby is my, uh, is our family friend from down in Texas who, 2020 2019 was a pretty crappy year 2020 wasn't much better uh ewing sarcoma ended up she's beating the cancer it cost her a leg but uh she just got off of her temporary prosthetic and she got fitted for her permanent so we have that she's got that going for her. she's growing hair again she got her first haircut a couple weeks ago looked nice still still short but you know She's able to do something with it. That's always a that's always a plus when you're uh, talking, you know, cancer recovery. So, all kinds of good and bad going around. Oh, anywho's, I'm gonna take a quick break, and I'll be right back after this. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast, and as always, stay relentless. Same cardboard flavored doormat textured protein bar. How about drink mix packets for your water bottles that are full of artificial sweeteners? Tired of a whole regimen of pre workout and protein shakes for your trip to the gym? Go to builtbar.com for their selection of great tasting protein bars, built boost energy drink mixes, and built go energy gels. Built Bar offers 18 delicious flavors of protein bars with only four to five net carbs for you keto dieters, six flavors of Built Boost Energy Drink Mix, and three flavors of Built Go Energy Gel. Built Bars are made in America using real ingredients like honey and dark chocolate. 
Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code RELENTLESS to save 10% and let them know you heard about them from Relentless Dairy. So anyways, um, before this really, really long extended ad break, um, I was talking about things and, you know, other stuff. And that one guy who did that thing was kind of cool. And then there's that one idiot. Um, no, um, it's just amazing though, how quickly in some of these cities, COVID-19 has all but disappeared because, you know, you, you can't have COVID-19 with a new president. Oh, my God, that'd just be horrible, wouldn't it? Because you know, now you have knuckleheads. I'm not going to say protesting. They're celebrating in the streets, celebrating in the streets to the point in Madison, Wisconsin. At a pro-Biden celebration, a fight broke out with BLM activists. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Scuba Steve says, COVID and the flu have annihilated each other. Yes, they have. Um, Do-do-do-do. But, I have all kinds of craziness going on, on my computer. Um, But, it's crazy though. Flu is down like ninety nine percent this year because reasons, and it's absolutely nuts. And like like I said, in Madison, Wisconsin, a pro Biden you know celebration out in the streets turned into a brawl with BLM. It's like wait, shouldn't y'all be on the same side here? I what's going on? I think again, maybe BLM still remembers that Joe Biden is partially responsible for federal legislation that has effect negatively affected more African American men than anything Donald Trump has ever done in his entire career, either private or public sector. <laughs> Anybody remember Ebola? I knew that guy once. He was an asshole. He owes me 20 bucks. Um, normal people avoid it. I, when I drove over the road, I tried to avoid Madison if I could help it. Unfortunately, I still end up having to go through there on occasion. But, you know, it be what it be and such. So, I don't know. I'm gonna reach out here to the uh, to the wonderful listening audience. <laughs> Kim L says uh, H1N1 was as bad as corn pop. Yeah, you thought corn pop was a bad dude. Woo, H1N1. Oh my gosh, I think I had that once. <laughs> Sean, Sean is listening. Yeah, but I don't know what some of the things those listening live are you know particularly concerned with when it comes to you know a biden administration now for me i'm worried about his cabinet the the crazy people he's gonna put in there possibly andrew cuomo as attorney general 
I mean, Andrew Cuomo as Attorney General of New York wasn't exactly mm, without issue. Uh, he was as corrupt as that Elliot Spitzer guy that he helped get, you know, thrown out of office for you know, taking trips to D.C. and using high, 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 high end, super high end call girls. Uh, Kim was worried about communism. Yeah. You, uh, Bernie Sanders in charge of uh, the Department of Labor. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Whether you are in a right-to-work state or not, you are now forced to join the union because, yay, unions. <laughs> I've my 18, 19 years of being in the workforce. Never had never once had to be part of a union. I mean. That should say something about the reason why I don't want to be part of a union. Uh, Kim was worried about ARs taking away. Well, fortunately, well, unfortunately for me, my AR fell out of my boat while I was deer, you know, floating down the river deer hunting because that's a thing in Missouri. As long as the boat's not under power, you can hunt from a boat. Uh, horrible. Hit a tree. Canoe capsized, lost my AR. It was awful. Uh, Scuba Steve, I'm not worried about him. He's he's not the one actually making anything happen. If inaugurated, it will not be long before it's the Harris administration, and she is way too progressive for me. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's not doesn't realize it, yeah, yeah, Kamala Harris was the most liberal senator, you know, that we've ever had. She was to the left of Bernie Sanders, an out-and-out socialist. <laughs> Kim and her fiancé need to get into a boating accident, too. Yeah, it happens. Um, the worst part was, you know, I had my GPS when my canoe collapsed, or my canoe capsized. I lost my, right, my ARs. I lost my GPS as well, so now I don't even know where to go for the coordinates. It's just, just a shame. Tis a shame. Now I just have my bolt action rifle with, you know, can reach out and touch somebody, you know, a thousand yards away. So anyone who's trying to get within a quarter mile of the house who don't need to be near my house, it's all right. I can, I can preempt I can preemptively castle doctrine you while you're still, you know, the next County over. But. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's like, Again, I, I agree with Steve. It's, it's definitely uh, the cabinet and possibility of a Kamala Harris administration here in six months or six months after Inauguration Day. You know, that way she can still or actually, I don't think it's that. I think she has it'll be just over two years into the term where. Oh, great. Is everyone else having problems hear, hearing me again? I don't know what's going on. But I think it's going to be the... Uh, I think it'll, it's still going to be a Kamala Harris issue when... Yeah. Here about two years and one day into the Biden administration where he steps down 
or he gets the 25th Amendment dropped on his head because of, you know, onset of dementia. <laughs> um, you know, it'll be two years and one day in, and that way Kamala can run two full terms after completing the two years, you know, and try to get 10 years in office as president. But, and that's going to be a scary time. 2024, I don't even want to think about who the Republicans would even think of sending up at this point because, well, Donald Trump was an outsider, but uh, he, he couldn't get reelected. He only managed to do one term. So I don't think we can send up another outsider. We won't let it happen, that's for sure. And it's ridiculous. That, you know, I think the uh, the GOP is going to do everything they can to submarine, you know, anybody trying to trying to run who's not part of the machine. Kim is concerned about Robert Francis playing the guitar again if he becomes a gun czar. Yep. Again, the old mom's a wizard saying, yeah, we would lose her in a boating accident if that one even gets close to happening. Yep. Oh, Unfortunately, the good thing is they can always they can always go and go. Oh well, we had the paperwork shows you bought so many firearms. Yeah, well, you know what, Missouri, I don't have to register them, so good luck finding them. <laughs> GOP wants the establishment back just as much as Democrats do. Yeah, I I think so too because you know because look at how quickly outsiders are forced to become part of the inside uh jeff flake when jeff flake was elected into the senate from arizona you know he's tea party candidate he's gonna be yeah right there he's, he's gonna take the fight to john mccain and to all the you know all the progressive republicans there who are already in dc and it took him like five minutes he was sworn into office he walked you know walked walked in he set his box of stuff down in his senatorial office and all of a sudden he's a political insider <laughs> jeff flake lived up to his family name hell yes he did Alyssa says let's be honest here there aren't actually democrats anymore oh yeah you know one of our neighbors is a yep she's in her 70s she's a democrat she's very politically outspoken on social media. And I just couldn't help but wonder, you know, the Democrats that we have now are not the Democrats she grew up with. How can you, you know, want to support parties, a party like, you know, the Democrats we have now, that advocate for a lot of stuff the Democrats you supported growing up, we're against. For instance, how can you be for, you know, socialism if you grew up under JFK, who was fighting the communists and fighting socialism around the world? It doesn't make sense to me. I've been a Democrat my entire life, and that's who I have to vote for. They, they don't stand up for anything you believe in. 
but I have to vote for them because that's, I'm a Democrat. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's like, you know, you know, establishment Republicans, they will have to work really, really hard to earn my vote. Um, Josh Hawley is kind of, I'm on the fence with him because there's some stuff that he does that I, I like. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, he tends to lean a little too statist for my likings. So do I really want to continue to vote for Josh Hawley? I mean, yes, I voted for him over Claire McCaskill. <laughs> Sean says my old lady voice is on point tonight. Oh, thank you. But, you know, it's like, yeah, I t voted for Josh Hawley over Claire McCaskill. And there's some stuff that he's done that I like. But, you know, again, he tends to lead a little too more let the state be in charge. Um, You know, it's, uh, you know, it's like uh, Dan Crenshaw. From Houston. He says a lot of good things. He does a lot of good things. If he runs for president. Am I going to have to look back and go. You know. There's. There's a history of. Military officers. When they go into politics. They tend to be more progressive. Than the average run-of-the-mill citizen who goes into politics. Because, you know, if you're an officer, you kind of, well, the the machinations of the state are there, you know. You know, the, you support the bureaucracy because, you know, well, the bureaucracy has to work and do its job. Do you see? ENC, they found Hunter. He was on stage with Daddy Joe tonight. Oh. Probably reminds dad's running for president, not Congress. Ha <laughs> Kim says, what? You mean he wasn't passed out with the hookers? Well, no, it's because he just got done running, a, you know, snorting a rail off one of their backside, so he was good to go. Oh, yeah. Woo. That'll wake you up. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> the bureaucracy shouldn't have those jobs in the first place, Steve says. I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got about 30 minutes once you do a lot. I wouldn't know. I've never I've never played I've never played with the uh the Columbia marching powder, so yeah. I'll I'll take your word for that. So hey, maybe that means that he did that right before he went out on stage. I don't know. But I don't know. It's just, I think it's going to be the next couple months are going to be absolutely insane between now and, you know, January 20th. <laughs> oh, Kim. I'm Rick James, witch. What the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Oh. That was well that was well needed laughing levity. Levity is what we need right now. Um I think that's about the only way those of us on the right are going to survive is 
by saying that, um, you know, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. But hey, if we can laugh and use humor to make good points that people don't just immediately want to, you know, turn their backs from because, oh, oh my gosh, they're so hateful by saying what they're by saying what they are. It's just, oh, my gosh. It's. Oh. We just need to make the better arguments. And instead of just coming off, you know, you know, half cocked guns of blazing and don't care who you piss off, who you insult in the process. Try to have a sense of humor about it. If, because if you can make someone laugh while making your point, you're probably going to do a better job of getting that point across than by sticking your finger in their face going, listen here, you asshole. But, you know, that's just me. And never just stick a finger in somebody's face because they can grab it and break that finger. That's why you got to use the knife hand. You stick the knife hand in somebody's face, they have to grab your whole hand. It just makes it that much harder for them to try and manipulate you. Because, you know, military things, they work out great in the real world. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I don't even know where to go from here other than, you know, live your life. Fight the good fight. Support those who you can support, first and foremost. Um, granted, uh, we there are some, you know, some bright spots in all this election. <laughs> There are some there are some bright spots. We do. Uh, Republicans did take a quite a number of seats in the House, and while they didn't take control of the House, they will they will take enough that it's going to slow Democrats down from being able to run roughshod all over the Republicans and just force through what they want. Because now they have, there's enough Republicans there who can go, yeah, you know what? Worst, you can still just, you know, beat us on party line. But now we can make a better argument to, you know, as to why members uh, from our same state who are of a different party, well, you know, that's going to really affect this part of the state, which gives a lot of support to your part and we will do what we can to hurt you in the process. <coughs> Pardon me. You know, th there's going to be a better chance for a coalition building in, in Congress. And also, you know, Republicans possibly hold the Senate, have to wait and see how the, uh, the two runoff elections in Georgia go. Hopefully Democrats have lost their interest in that state by January when that election goes down. But even then you've already, already have those bastions of conservative thought of holding the conservative line. Those true Republicans the Lincoln Project, 
who are already throwing their support behind Democrat Ossoff in Georgia for the Senate. It's like, wait. We, we understand the whole never Trump thing and Lincoln Project being against Donald Trump, but now you're going against senators? The Lincoln Project would rather have Democrats in charge of the Senate than Republicans, which they claim to be. What the bloody hell? That's where we're going. Where the biggest problem is going to be is because, oh, we're the Lincoln Project. We're we're those well-connected Republicans. We're the gatekeepers to the Republican Party. And if we don't like you, we're not going to support you. In fact, we will work against you because the because we think that you know having Democrats in office is better than growing the party. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. The, the the Lincoln Project is just has maybe at one point would have been great. Unfortunately, they have drank some sort of flavor aid that when they have to th- feel like it's necessary to throw their weight behind the opposing party, then you know the guy who's already in office. Because that guy in office, he supported the president. How dare he? It's absolutely nuts. And that one thing I would do is any if you can financially support any group that goes against the Lincoln Project. Or any of these other we know better than you. We are part of Woodrow Wilson's um, elitist technocrat state. <clears throat> Any of that kind of garbage, if you can work against it and financially support groups that go against it, please do. Uh, Kim says the Lincoln Project is toxic Republican syndrome. Pretty much. Um, there are Republicans who are toxic. I mean, you guys like Radio uh, Tom Nichols, Radio Free Tom on on Twatters. He one of these guys who four years ago, he's very pro Trump. And then all of a sudden, I don't like Donald Trump anymore. I'll be I'll be a dickwad to him. It's like, dude. You, you you realize you're working towards the same end goal. It's just you're a much have much um much different tactics. You're the more diplomatic guy. Donald Trump's the I'm gonna walk in with a baseball bat, start start smashing crap until people do what I want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, money talks. And yeah, it's a big one. If you can, like I said, I'm not telling you to go out and, you know, give money to these groups. If you can afford it, by all means, do what you can to help, uh, to help support the groups that are fighting against the Lincoln Project. 
they're fighting against uh yeah the democrats are trying to lift up these grassroots people who actually you know the elitists, they like to tell you that populism is bad because how dare you just go to the will of the people. You should tell the people what they want and convince them that they should support you, that they should be the ones backing you up. <laughs> populism has a place. Are you going to be that person whose entire political career is dictated by you know, polls and what the people are saying? Are you going to be the uh, that Beto O'Rourke empty suit? Yeah, you know, where he told where he told a person at a town hall, "I will be whatever you want me to be." That populism is bad. However, knowing what your people, what your constituents want from you, what they expect you to do, and then doing what you can to, I don't know, accomplish those goals. That populism is not a bad thing. And you have places like the Lincoln Project who go, oh, oh my, you, you just can't do that because we know better. The people just don't realize what they want. It, it, it's the ultimate in elitism, elitist condescension, because it, which is really what a lot of progressivism is. Uh, the, the teetotalers that gave us... Uh, that gave us prohibition. These were progressives. These were not pro-liberty people. These are people who, oh, well, we have we have the word of God on our side, and the word of God says that you should not drink. However, these people are too stupid to realize they shouldn't drink, so we will make the decision for them. That's the reason why, you know, you have idiots like Chelsea Handler who said said that fifty cent I had to re, I had to remind Fitty that he's black. Whoa. <laughs> Kim says my Kim says my snooty elitist voice it reminds me of the guy asking for Grey Poupon. Pardon me, I have a new Grey Poupon. I remember those commercials back in the day. They don't make good commercials like that anymore. Just sad. Instead, you have animated bears who, you know, they're the ones hugging the charm instead of Mr. Whipple. But it's crazy, though, that in today's day and age, we have to fight amongst ourselves because we have factions within the conservative movement that want to work against it because you know, it's not the right conservative movement. Completely asinine. But I'm going to call this a show. I apologize for the way the audio went crazy for everyone who was listening live and happened to restart the room and blah, 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 blah. The audio apparently quitting in the middle of it a second time. <sighs> These things happen. I'm so sorry. Um, Again, thank you so much for tuning in as you do every week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Remember, you can catch this podcast, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pandora, Amazon Music. Apparently, if you have a uh, if you have a uh, 
an Audible subscription. You can hear it on listen to it on Audible as well. Yeah, who knows? Um, again, have to thank you for listening. Be sure to go to uh, www.relentlessdaring.com. At the top of the page, you will see a donate button. Click that, and through PayPal, you can give me your hard-earned money. And hopefully, I have earned your money because your donations help keep all of these shenanigans on on the air or on your phone or iPad, whatever listening on you know technology it's crazy um also while you're at relentlessdaring.com you can go through all of the uh the back episodes you can stream what you want check things out you know maybe some of those really really early episodes when i was on say you know usb driven microphone and yeah i didn't have a relatively quiet place that i could record in <coughs> And I'm sure the audio is amazing. Um, you can go check out those old episodes. Also, go to the merch shop. And uh, today, I have a new shirt available in the merch shop. Uh, you'll see it. It is the We Are or the We Still Stand shirt. It's a nice, um, you know, kind of old school American flag on it. And it says Left, Right. We are American, or we are still Americans. And united, we still stand. Um, it's a this one of those things. It's as much as I want to do divisive things. I think division right now has pushed us to a point where we just don't need any more. So it's something to try to help. Yeah, you know, that no, we need to heal. You have all these people who last four years calling us racist, xenophobe, sexist. <coughs> Who are now turning around going, oh, well, now the election's over. It's time to heal. I agree, but uh, some of these people, they really, really need to uh, do some soul searching and look at how they need to heal themselves. So, again, I don't care if if you're a Democrat who's managed to stick to this show. I don't hate you. I don't wish bad upon you. I just want to look at you in the eye and say, you know what? I don't agree with you. But you know what? You're still a child of God. I still love you. And that's what we need more of. So, again, buying merch, It again, more money goes into the show. keeps it going. So thank you all so much for tuning in, as you do every week. And as always, they're relentless. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.